hearts for God's message. beginning a new series entitled Real Christmas. And today we're going to talk about the word believe. Believe. Well, I think we all know what the word believe means. Believe is a, is a thought that you think over and again. It's a thought that you think over and over again. And when you keep thinking that thought over and over again, that becomes something you, you believe. Uh, some of you, some of you be believe that you're good at running, and some of you believe you're good at basketball, and some are say, I'm, I'm good at music, or I'm, I'm good at this subject. Why? Somebody told you were, and you kept doing it, you kept thinking, yeah, that's, that's right, and you experienced that. And because it's over and over again, you believe that, and that's a, that's a belief that you have. Some of us, we we hear things, we're not sure if we believe it because we haven't been persuaded of it. But a belief, something we believe, is something we hold on to and we say, I think that is true. Well, we're going to use a, an analogy today, and that is the Christmas move, movie, The Polar Express. In The Polar Express, there's a little boy, he He's in a season of doubt and skepticism. He's not really sure if he believes in Christmas anymore. He's become skeptical on the whole story and the whole uh, scenario of Christmas. Well, one night he goes to sleep, and then all of a sudden he's awakened by the sound of a train whistle. He goes outside. And to his surprise, there's the Polar Express pulling up. And he's going to go on an adventure, an adventure after adventure. And he's going to have a little girl that's going to join him. And they too, they're going to begin to explore. And this, this whole story is about a journey of believing. You see, believing is a journey. It's a journey of we have the thought. Then there's a sense of awareness. Then there's the sense of reality. We experience that. And then we continue to experience it, and that becomes our belief. That's how some of you believe you're good in a certain subject in school, or you've been good, at, you've been good in this particular practice or sports because it was something, a thought that became an awareness, that became an experience, and now it's a believe, believing. The Bible says something about believing. It's in John 3, 16. One verse in Scripture, I'm sure you've heard it before, but let me read it again. It talks about what God is doing, and it talks to us about the true meaning of Christmas. And here's what it says. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. That son is Jesus. Whoever believes, say that with me, kids. Whoever what? Say it louder, kids. Come on, louder than mom and dad. Whoever believes in him shall not perish 
but have eternal life. You coming? The first thing I want to share with you about believing is you've got to get on board with God. You've got to get on board with God. Now, in the movie, The Polar Express, the, the little boy that gets on board on The Polar Express, at that particular time, he, he wasn't fully persuaded. He wasn't fully convinced. He still had skepticism, but he got on board. Do you know that you can... You can get on board with God and not have fully figured everything out. You see, the Bible tells us that God requires this from us. Whoever, what's that word? Believes. Not behaves, but believes. The good news is you don't have to be perfect to get on board with God. You don't have to have everything together. You say, well, I made some mistakes, or I'm not good or smart enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not sure if I figured all of this out. I haven't connected all the dots. God doesn't require that. God just asks us to get on board with him. Just be willing to open our heart and our mind. And how do we do that? Well, one way is we come to church. For some of us, that's, that's your getting on board with God. Maybe you haven't figured everything out about the life of faith, but you were willing to say, I'm going to take a step. So you've come to church. For others, it's prayer. Oh, you may not have figured everything out about the Bible yet, but in moments of need, in a moment when a problem comes or you're facing something in life and you need direction, you pray. It's that It's that inner conversation of your heart and you're saying, God, if you're there, God, please help me. God, see me through that. Prayer is how we get on board with God. I believe that even when you hum or sing a Christmas carol during this season, that's, a, that's an expression of your heart. You're getting on board with God. There are different ways we can get on board with God that expresses our openness to him. YouTube Bible lesson, uh, just saying, God, help me, God, show me. For you see, believing is being open to God. Wait, well, what did he look like? Did you see him? No, sir, but sometimes seeing is believing. And sometimes the most real things in the world are the things we can't see. The second thing I want to talk to you about believing is that believing is trusting. We often hear seeing is believing. No, seeing is not believing. Probably in a science class or a book or a conversation with somebody, you've had a conversation like this. Well, seeing is believing. And sometimes in the subject of science, they'll say that, that God cannot be seen, so God is not real. 
Can you see God? And if we can't see God, if we can't put God under a microscope, if we can't measure God, if there's not a scientific formula for God like there is for water, H2O, if there's not a, if there's not a formula for God, then God does not exist. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can you put love under a microscope? Can you put happiness under a microscope? Can you put anger under a microscope? No. There are a lot of real things in life that you cannot measure and you cannot see with your eye. You can't see love. You can't see happiness. You can't see the, there are emotions inside of us that are so real, absolutely so real, but they're not always obvious. See, believing is trusting. Now as kids, I remember I, I, I would do this. I would, I would make believe. Kids, you ever make believe? Yeah, yeah, I remember the, the, the superhero of my day was Superman. And I would tie a, a, an old towel, bath towel around my neck, okay? And that became my cape. And I would jump off the couch and my arms put out and I would run around the house making the sound of Superman. And in that moment, I, I pretended like I was Superman, but I was not Superman. It was make-believe. See, make-believe is pretend, but it's not real. I want to suggest to us that we, when it comes to God, we don't make-believe, we decide to believe. There's a decide-to-believe and not a make-believe. Make-believe is our imagination. Decide-to-believe is faith. When we decide to believe something, when we decide something, when we, when we have that thought we think over and over again and we're willing to say, that is truth and I will stand upon him, that is faith. And that's what God wants. And God is saying that trusting him is believing. Now I have some persons that's gonna help me right now. I'm gonna invite Pastor Lindsay to come out here and this young lady, Alexis, I brought her up here because she's looking for a boyfriend. Anybody that needs, okay, huh? You better have some money, okay. But here's what we're gonna do. Alexis, Pastor Lindsay is gonna put a, a blindfold around you. Now, we've heard seeing is believing, okay? But I'm gonna say to us that believing is trusting, okay? Now, I'm right in front of you. Stay right there. Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to raise your right hand. Put your right hand down. Okay, take one step forward. Okay, take two giant steps backward. Two giant steps. Another one. Okay, take one more step forward. One more step forward. Okay, now here's what I want you to do. Put your hands out right here, here. Okay, I want you to sit down. Okay, yeah. You see, seeing is not believing. Believing is trusting that God can see.
The next thing I want to share with us about believing is to let you know the bell still rings. The bell still rings. In the story of the Polar Express, all the adventures and all the journey, and finally he comes to this moment, this hero boy, and he finally will say, I believe. And the bell for him that couldn't ring because in the story, the, you had to believe for the, to hear the bell. And when he finally said, I believe, I believe, the bell rang. What I want you to know is the bell still rings. That is to say, that is to say that God still loves, that God's goodwill is still being extended, that God's goodness is available to us. Things that maybe through life you haven't paid attention to as adults and Back when you were a kid, you believed in God and you trusted God and you walked close to God, but then life happened and maybe a tragedy happened, a mistake happened, or busy and success, and you've gone a long way from that, but down deep inside, something is awakening. And you, you say, I'm missing something. I am missing Jesus in my life. I want you to know for you, the bell still rings. It's, it's, it's for it's for all of us that we say, I, I don't know about this. I, I, I'm not sure. I have not found how God works in my life. I thought I experienced God. I thought I had a, a knowledge. I thought I had a personal experience with God. But, you know, I'm not sure the bell still rings. Yes, the bell still rings. You know, in the account of the birth of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke chapter 2, it's an account that we're familiar with. It says that there were shepherds in the field keeping watch over the flock by night. And the Bible records this. And suddenly an angel came to them and said, I bring you good tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. It's Christ the Lord. And the angel was going to tell the shepherds, don't be afraid. I mean, can you imagine in the middle of the night, a light comes and an angel comes and begins to share the news. They, they were fearful of this. He said, don't be afraid. This is, this is good news. Then the Bible records something. It says, and then appeared a multitude of the heavenly host, a whole choir of angels all of a sudden, and they were singing, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Hmm. Typically, when we read that story, we think, that at that moment, the angels showed up and started singing. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says they were singing this choir of angels. But when the shepherds believed, when the shepherds heard the angels say, there is a Savior, and they realized that God had done something, then all of a sudden, the angels that were singing, they could not hear. They could all of a sudden hear, because the Bible says, there appeared angels to them singing the angels were already singing 
but it took the shepherds to believe in order to hear the songs of the angelic host. Here's what I'm saying. The bell still rings. God's doing something good today. God's doing great things. God's healing hearts. God's changing lives. He's doing it. You may not have experienced it, but the bell still rings for you. It can happen. God can extend it. Because you have not seen God's hand, you have not seen God's blessings in the last year and a half, doesn't mean God is not blessing. The bell still rings. The other day I came home and I turned on the television, pushed the red button, and the Dallas Cowboys were playing. And the moment the screen came on, uh, there it was. The Dallas Cowboys were already had seven points on the on the board. They'd already have a score going. Now, because I pushed that button didn't mean that put points on the board. No, they were already playing. They were playing before I was watching. They were winning before I was watching. They were winning when I was doing other things. When I wasn't paying attention to the game and I wasn't watching the game, the Dallas Cowboys were playing and they were winning. It, but it took me turning it on. I had to open the door, if you please. And when I pushed the button and it came on, I could join in what was already going on. That's what I want you to know. The bell is ringing. And I'm going to invite you to join in what God is doing. God's doing good things. God is sharing his love. And all it takes is for you and I to open our heart to God. Because God is doing good things. It's time that he does something good in your life. If you would, I'm going to invite you to bow your heads and we're going to have a moment of prayer. Whether church online or here in the room, balcony and main floor, just for a moment. I want you to ponder where you are in your journey with God, your journey of believing. Did you believe at another moment in time with God, but life and disappointment hurts, distress come, distractions come? And you feel like your heart is being awakened to get on board with God, to trust God, to hear the bell of salvation, to hear the bell of God's joy ringing in your life again. Maybe for the very first time you're going to do this. You're going to say a prayer. You're going to, you're going to say, you know what, I've tried it the other way, but I want to do it God's way. And I want to invite Jesus, God's son, into my life. Either way, if that's you, I want you in the count of three to raise your hand. You're not joining the church here, but what you are doing is you're saying this day, this day, I'm going to invite Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior. Right where I'm seated, I, but I'm going to take the step. I'm going to get on board with God. And if that's you, count of three, raise your hand. One, two, three. That's you. All across this auditorium, yes. I see kids, I see a man, I see ladies, I see a gentleman, yes. Teenagers, yes. Yes, in the balcony. God sees your hand, but more than that, God sees your heart. And I want to lead you in a prayer. The prayer is not magical. The prayer is simply saying, Jesus, come into my heart. 
John 3, 16 says, whoever believes will have eternal life. And if you will turn your belief, your thought right now into a prayer of repentance and saying, Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, come into my heart. God will do that. Let me lead you. Father, for those who have their hands raised or raised their hands in just, just a moment ago, the little boy and the little girl, the teenager, the couple, the man, the lady, the person that feels like that the bell of God's joy is not ringing in their life anymore. I just ask you by the power of the Holy Spirit to make this moment real for them. And as they say right now, Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, take control of my life. Jesus, help me to turn my life over to you. That right now, the work of the Holy Spirit called the new birth will take place. That there will be a transformation of their life. And God, your assurance of your goodness and your love will be extended to them. Jesus, you came on a mission. You went to a cross. You rose from a grave to let people know that God doesn't give up on people. And I pray that and I speak that hope and that blessing into people in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, for those who've raised your hand and prayed that prayer, God bless you. Welcome to the family of God.